You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. We want to examine the force behind inactivity and lukewarmness in the body of Christ. The time I have is very, very short and so I will just be introducing this subject. I will come back to it later. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses what? His soul. He has gained something. But what he has gained is of no use because he has no soul to enjoy the things that he has acquired. Amen. Don't feel sad when I I talk the way I'm going to talk now. Nobody is my point of discussion. I'm talking about believers as a whole. I'm concerned about the 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 death in the body. And if we're able to sort out some of these things, our church will be better than what we are seeing now. Nobody consumes the church. It is those of us who are here that will make the church to be whatever it should be. Praise God. Is if I ask you this very simple question, you will get offended. I'm not praying for anybody to be bereaved. But if an important person in your family passes on now and they call you from home, won't you go? You are going for a funeral. I call that one post-mortem madness. That you go for funeral on on Friday, they do wake-keeping, even though that one is dying gradually. And then um, Saturday, they go and continue on Sunday and Monday. So for about four days, you leave everything that you have to be doing here. And you go to be there. They ask you, why my grandfather died. But there is someone who died and left a will for you. How are we connected to that person? He acquired everything that is in this world and made a will and left it for you and for me. Who is that person? But when he calls for meetings, we have excuses to make. I know last Sunday I spoke with you concerning um, um, honoring God with your with yourself. God will have access to whatever you have if he can have you. 
is a very crucial thing, something that has been on my heart and I've been pondering over and over again and I have been working on, but I believe the time has come for me to talk, you know. You know, I've told you that uh, I don't have problem having enemies. Uh, I've, I've told you already several times that when I get more enemies, I'm excited because it makes my table more what? Robust. Okay, they have given me one word here. For he sets a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So if you don't have enemies, there's no need any table being set before you. Yes. Somewhere that I passed at one time, I opened a register for enemies. Those who don't like me, I gave them permission to express it. And then I told them, these things don't move me. I respect everybody. I love all of you here. But if I'm saying something about the truth that God has given to us and it affects you and you get offended, thank God for your life because it helps me. Praise God. We were watching one film and I told my wife that there's a fellow there that I hate so much. A man I've never seen before. I don't even know where the fellow lives. Whether he's I don't know. But the things that I saw him do in the film, I hated the fellow. Yes, but you know what it means? It means that he, he actually played his role effectively. You understand? Uh, so maybe when everybody's angry with me, God will give me a bigger crown with diadems, plenty of them. Praise God. Stand for truth at all times and always be ready for correction so that you can be better amen pride will always come before a fall so watch some of those things knowledge without comfort and patience leads to something I won't mention that one now amen I, I'm not a prophet of Dumo I'm an announcer. <laughs> Praise God. Now, so I'll be asking the first question. Who is your inspiration? Who is your inspiration? Who is your inspiration? Who do you look up to? Who? Hebrews chapter 12. And verse what? Let's take one and two. Do you have it over there? Can we read together one? Verse 2. Looking on to who? Uh -huh. The author and finisher of our faith. You don't know the thing much more than he does. 
So if you want to get to where you are programmed by God to be, then you've got to look unto Jesus. Now looking unto Jesus does not mean that you have an image of Christ somewhere and then you look to. In the morning you look, good morning. In the afternoon, good morning. No. We are talking about the Christ in you and the Christ outside you that is leading you by his word. You look unto Jesus. He is the beginning and the ending of the faith walk that you are into now. He knows everything and he knows where he is taking you to. So the more you look unto him, the more perfect you become. In verse 1, he talks about things that were discussed in chapter 11, what we call the hall of faith. Now, you will see people trusting God, believing in God, doing exploits, very serious exploits. And then you come to 12. The Bible describes them as what? As what? Verse 1. Crowd of what? Witnesses. They attest to the faithfulness of God. We have the examples that are mentioned. Some, they just could not keep on atomizing the thing one after the other. They talk about women who did what? So many people stood in faith and saw the hand of God do exploits for them. So all these people will have them in the Bible. So the Bible you carry is a book of witnesses that this God is faithful. Praise God. Then they did not have Jesus. They didn't. Prophecies about Jesus had gone on in their time. They did not, they had, they had nothing to do with Jesus as it were. But we are privileged. We are privileged people. The ones that Christ came to save. And he says, look unto this Jesus. What was his lifestyle like? What was the relationship between him and his source? Between him and his father? Between him and the disciples? Men who were of no substance, so to speak. How he was able to bring them out to become men who turned the world upside down. The relationship. If you look unto him, and indeed you are looking with your heart and not your eyes you will enjoy some transformation that will make you a perfect example for people the actual epistle written for men to read that's how it should be now the human hand that has come to the church has made the church a human institution with our leaders as people who command respect but who are not respected 
Did you get that expression? Yeah. People will claim to respect, but we indeed don't respect. People will claim to love, but we don't love them. We claim to love our assembly, so we have symbols. I love my church. I think you have something like that, one t-shirt like that. I say, love the church. The majority of you don't demonstrate anything that indeed you love the assembly. Blunt as it is. We don't. But you, it is not your fault. I'm going to show you why you do that. I'm going to show you why you come to church, you come, enter the hall, and then you see that something is not where it's supposed to be, or something is there that must not be there, and you walk around it, and you wink, and go and sit down. It's not your fault. That something is going on in another assembly. You don't care because it is not your assembly. We're not called into assemblies. We're called into a kingdom. And if indeed Christ is your example and you love him so much, you will love his kingdom also. And if you love the kingdom of God, you love every part of the kingdom. That means every assembly, wherever Christ is mentioned, you love them. You don't make your assembly a political unity. We are of the special place. Listen to our name. The special place. We have the word. All the prayer that you were praying, I was listening to everything from the office. I was part of the session. I was there. I was listening. And I was seeing you. You know what I mean by seeing you? this uh, block work were there but I was still seeing you how you talk and your heart will say you are a liar you are a liar you talk your heart says shut up you are a liar <laughs> you know because the thing is not coming from your heart I did not come to kill your appetite I only came to tell you something that will help you to become you to become who? you Watch one preacher around that four o'clock or so. I watched him for about one hour. And I love the things that he was talking about. How many people will talk that kind of thing? Because they are afraid that their members will leave. Who gave you members? Have you saved any soul? Pastors, listen to me. You have never saved any soul before. You only told them about Christ and the Holy Ghost saved them. You didn't save them. After the God saved them, you never visited them. Until deep on die. Oh, what? Oh, what? No care. Nothing. Oh, sure. You preach to somebody and there's no care. We ask you, do you have the number of the person? No, I forgot to pick it. You, you were not the one who went there. It was 
the parts of your body, but not you. When that thing is so important to you, you will definitely see how you can contact the person after your meeting. And the most obvious thing is the number. You may not know the house. You may get to know later. So I'm touching on issues that you have overlooked or we have overlooked. I'm not going to blame you at all. Are we still together? <laughs> Glory to God. Looking unto who? Jesus. I wrote something here. Love, respect, and obey your pastors as instructors and guardians from the Lord but look unto Jesus. If you have accepted Christ wholly, then your respect for your pastors may not come under question because they are not the people you are dealing with. You are dealing with who? Christ. You may not like the face of your pastor, but because you love Christ and is the one that sent them, you just have to love them. Hmm? Too much of carnality in the body of Christ because we don't really understand who is the owner of the church is. In 1997, when the Kumasi church began, I told them that I'm not the owner of the church and nobody is the owner. That anyone who wants to be the owner of the church will suffer. It is a word that was spoken. It is still there. No matter what you do, that work belongs to the Lord. You'll be kicking against pricks if you want to claim that the work is yours. No. Why you've never saved any soul before? It's a privilege to be a pastor. They call you primus inter pares. We are equals, but you are set apart. To be a leader. Those of you who enter into ministry, let this thing be in your mind. So you don't go there like one Hitler. You carry Kajal around and begin to hit everybody in the head. No. All of us are born again. Glory to God. But God in his wisdom appoints certain people to be in charge of the group called born again people. So we can do kingdom work. That's the, 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 the rationale behind the simplicity and the and the and the and the and the and the praise God. If you love your wife, you look beyond the challenges that she has. Or if you love your husband, you look beyond it. There's something that you are looking at that God in his wisdom brought the two of you together and made a union out of you and it is unto God not unto any of you if you have understanding that your marriage is to honor God you will be careful the way you handle your spouse after you have gone out to eat all the suya uh, you know what suya is chichinga 
kebab. You go and stand there like one, somebody who is on a mission of tasting food. You are standing there, one stick after the other, one stick after the other, one stick after the other. And when you finish, you clean your hands, clean your mouth, and go to the house. It never dawned on you that your children, your wife, are in the house. That they could also make do with one or two sticks. Have you seen that kind of person that you are? And now you get up. Get up, let's go to church to go and do what? To go and do what? The church that you are pushing us to go to, what has it done in your life? Made you a gluten? Made you wicked? No love for anybody in the family? Every time you buy something for yourself, you don't buy for anybody. You, should, you are the only person who should look nice. When they talk about your wife, you support them to insult your wife. Why? Because you don't know what that institution is and who is being honored by that institution. He left you a message. He don't like it. I'm going there. But is it better you like it or not? You know, we'll be going there plenty, plenty this year. Hmm? Go. I have made you a disciple. I'm going to ask you that question. Go and make disciples for me from this world. And you say, thank you, Jesus. You know what you mean? Christ will come and do it. Thank you, Jesus. You are available to do it for me. To open your mouth to say something about Christ has become a huge problem for you. That assignment is an honor unto God. Unto who? God. This sister offended me last year. Last year, February. This February will be one year. She offended me on a Tuesday morning. So and so time, so and so time. I can never forgive. And you think you are a champion. Hey man, we do a cast on fancho and on fancho. It's one thing, Papa, and that's an award. And yet you come to sit in church, either in your home or here. You open your mouth and you begin to sing praise unto God. Which God are you serving? And how are you serving this God? That you can't let go the offenses that people have are against you know, to you, what they have done to you. You can't let go. You cannot forgive anybody. Anytime I talk about that thing, I talk with pain. Because if you remember where you were before Christ picked you, you will know that if there's anybody who must forgive others, it is you. Because the things you did that Christ took care of and brought you to the family of God, if you are sensible enough, let's assume you don't have Holy Ghost inside you, but you have some little sense here. If I could be forgiven for these things that I did, 
that human beings rejected me for. So what is there that I can't forgive my sister or forgive my brother? It is because you don't know the person you are following. Don't sit down and tell me I've given myself to Christ. What? What's the meaning of that one? I've given myself. Uh, Christ, I surrender myself to you. You are my savior and you are my Lord, but not over my money. You understand? Um, <laughs> things I don't like, my principles. Don't, please don't come in there. These principles, I've, I've lived with them for several years. They have helped me a lot, so don't come in there. So when a pastor preaches around that area, you get offended. The first thing you will think is that somebody told the pastor something about you. And that's why the pastor is saying that. You see the kind of person you are? You are not ready to, for change. You are not ready for change. How can you, as important as you are in the eyes of God, still behave in a fashion that makes God regret that he saved you? What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses the commendation of God? Let your Christian life exude fragrance. That when people see you, they will praise your God. This year, you see, we, 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 we are saying that um, our light is what? shining. I have not come to that teaching yet. Though. I'm trying to see which light is shining. Whether the, the headlamp or the, the, the brake. These days there are some brake lights. They brand you when you are driving and they are in front of you. When they jump brake like this, you can't see anywhere again. I want to see which area is shining. Is in your area of love, your commitment in the kingdom, the area of winning souls, the area of sowing unto the kingdom. Which area is shining? That you are put away laziness and you are not very active for the sake of the kingdom. You are taking your academic life so seriously to honor the Lord that because I am God's own I cannot fail I won't sit down like that why you don't care the Lord said he will do everything that concerns me so when people are reading you are, you are moving about you say you are praying that your prayer does not have any transformational power over you to make you do better no I want you to have an understanding that you have someone that your life is patterned after and that is Jesus you are very very quick to point out the weaknesses of your pastors you have a whole log of wood resting in your eyes you can see beyond that log and see the speck that is another person's eyes that's what you do and as of Waba, you're too often no more Praise God. And you're so funny, you're the offering room. 
We have all the power to pray for the our people to deliver them. One of my spiritual um, younger colleagues, someone that um, says I'm I'm his father. You now I'm very cautious talking about some of those things. They call you Papa, Papa, Papa. One who are Papa. Only Papa. The other who the Jemuno. One who are not by Papa. So I'm not moved by all this uh, daddy and papa and the rest of them. No. You remember I was in one hotel waiting. You came to me and I showed you something that God had told me in the morning before you came. And you talk about sons. So I'm not moved by anything you call me. Father, papa, Almighty, Almighty Bishop, you can call me any name you want to call me. When you are called that name, I look at the Holy Ghost. What is this about? Because He warned me. So I don't, anything, any name you want to call me, feel free. The names I have Isaiah, Yao, Fusukwachi, Emubi, Outmi, Mefro, Yao, Majesu, Ofrem, Isaiah, Majesu, Ofrem, Fusia, Majesu, Kanimin, Bumula, Majesu. One bishop, one bishop, it doesn't do anything to me. Upper cry, hey, bra, mini problem. I'm not going to do anything. I, I won't say one word to you. You understand? That is not a thing. Another person may not give you any title, but the value he has for you is obvious even in the way he talks to you. So I'm not one of those pastors that you can just easily mislead with who is your focus in life? Who is your inspiration? Whose life are you patterning your own after? How is your life in the kingdom? Is this one a social club to you? Or an assembly of saints? People that God paid a huge price for. They may offend you. That should not kill you because you also offend people. Can anybody here tell me that he or she does not offend anybody? There are some people they won't talk, but when they look at you, know they are looking at you with condescension. No respect at all. How can you, when you see two women fighting, eh? you better don't enter. I was here now. I didn't hear this one talk. So why are you insulting her? Hey! You didn't hear. What's on yet? Because every look, hmm? you know, women, women generally they have that, except those who are properly born again. Properly what? 
there's a way they communicate. You, before you know, they are fighting. The wives of two colleagues back in Nigeria were fighting. Serious fight. You know what happened? There's this song about skin pain or something like that. So he was playing that one loud in the compound house, compound where they were. And then this one also heard it and said she was the reason why the woman it was an insinuation that meant for her. So she also went and put another song. They were Ghanaian ladies in Nigeria. So they were using Ghana song to do warfare in Nigeria. Their husbands were teachers. They were in the city of Jos. So somebody ran from the area, went to their husband. If you don't get to your house before you, something will happen. There's fire already in your house. A jump, ubiyosiyare. A jump, okay. And I want to. A jump, I want to. I attempt the day. That's the way sometimes we behave, even in church. Somebody is sent to sit by you. You look at the person, and then you call. If I'm the person that was sent to you and I saw that kind of thing, I'll hold your hand. Whether you want to greet me or not, I'll hold your hand. If I'll make life difficult for you, get up and go away. Why? The seat is not your seat. The church is not for you. The environment is not yours. All of us are supposed to stay together and love each other and do kingdom work. That's why we are here. Why do you look at somebody and you think you are more important than the person? don't even know what may happen in the next few minutes. You may collapse. It will be that person. You collapse on that person. That same person you hate is the one who will carry you like this to the hospital. Or call brother, let's pray for this lady. Or for this man. Have you seen yourself now? Let's read something. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be done very soon. I wrote something here. If you are a disciple of Jesus Christ, a true disciple of Jesus Christ, his kingdom will be your natural responsibility. Your what? You don't have to be assigned to anything, but you so much, you, 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 are, you, are, you, are, you are concerned about the person you are following. Jesus is the one you are following. And the kingdom is his. It becomes your responsibility. Like I told you one day, I was busy working for God in his kingdom. And one lady got offended. Said, Is that your father's job? And I'm saying, yes. This is my father's work. Also for a tribe did 
you love the kingdom. You can't love the kingdom except when you love Christ. You can't. You can't. That we are paying people in parliament, but they, they call them what? Parliamentarians, MP. MP. Fantastic. If all of them were to love Ghana. If all of them were to love Ghana, this Ghana, that they love this country. Ah, there are things they won't do over there in that parliament. But they love their parties, their political parties over and above the nation. Who do you love? Who do you belong to? Hello? Are you there? Let's read something. Let's read something. Do you know and have you assessed why your performance in church, your commitment in church is low? Have you looked into the mirror of the church and seen yourself idle? your hands folded on your chest like this or your hands in your pockets have you seen yourself like that don't you have the capacity you do you do you have the capacity to do many many things but you don't love God you don't love Jesus so you don't care about what happens in the church after I'm not a pastor in charge. So I'm somebody Somebody will tell you nothing I'm here You one of one Where I saw one I wouldn't say bro. Yeah, more bo not for Christ who has shown that he is standing and by us. Because you best so power, sir. You may do attempt. Now, in the midst of the do attempt, Upia, bless you, sir. Bless you, sir. We are proud to have you, sir. In fact, we wouldn't know how that happened to us if you were not around. We love you, sir. Greet our mommy for us. Greet our mommy. Hello? Are we still friends? If you don't want me as a friend, tell me I'll just get up and go away. I'll go and rejoice in my office. <laughs> Why do you love your assembly more than you do with the kingdom? It's supposed to be the other way around. You must love the kingdom. And if you genuinely love the kingdom of God, you love your assembly. You don't need to say it. No. If you love your pastor, then what concerns you must concern you too. You only talk about loving the pastor. If I to the extent that when the resident pastor is not here, some of you don't come to church. We have seen that one over and over, not here alone, everywhere we have gone to. 
So when we are traveling, we don't tell anybody. When they hear, they say, Pastor, I'm sorry. That you begin to wonder, are they real or they are ghosts? How many of you are disciples of Christ? Oh, raise your hand if you are confident. 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 I was see um, what's the Greek word for disciple? Yes. No, I'm talking about you are a disciple of Christ, a follower of Christ, an imitator of Christ. Uh, check. I have that in my one of my stuff. I don't know where it is. Both Hebrew and this is there. You see, you are following somebody. You are following the, where the person goes. That's where you go. The, you the person the person's image is in you. So now the question again: How many of you are disciples of Christ? Hitherto my father worked, so I work. How many of you are disciples of Christ? I must be about my father's business. How many of you are disciples of Christ? I must work the work of he that sent me. What is yet day? The night cometh, no one will be able to work. How many of you are Christ's disciples? The number is reducing now. Hello? Still friends? Good. Acts 27 and verse 23. Acts 27 and verse 23. Read that one for me, please. Okay, it's there. Can we read that one together? Okay, okay. Let's begin from 22. Let's go. And now I urge you to take heart for there will be no loss of life among you but only of the sheep yes for there stood by me this night an angel of of who the God to whom I belong and whom I serve the God to whom I believe I belong and whom I serve do you belong to him? Can you say so confidently that you belong to him? So his will is stronger than your will. Can you say that? I belong to him. <clears throat> if you belong to him, then whatever you have also belongs to him, including your time. Are you still saying that you belong to him? That he needs you and you don't give excuse. You respond. He needs you. Do you still belong to him? You go to get someone you say you want to marry. Begin to sleep with the person. Without any consultation with God. And then you now come here. Or any other place where you worship. And you wear all manner of things that they wear. 
and you come to stand here and say, I'm presenting, uh, we are presenting ourselves for God to put us together. When you have already been together over full, maybe the woman is pregnant. And you come, you have no fear, no love for God. You still come to stand before God. And they are praying on you and you are saying amen. Do you still belong to him? You still do? Eh? To whom I belong and whom I serve. It is not enough to belong to him but you must serve him. You can't serve him standing. You allow him to be taller than you. That he should increase and I decrease. John 3.30 John 3.30 Yeah. Hello? Eshe? Good, that's the word, that's the word. This um Matetis. Matetis, okay. Disciple of one who follows. You follow, you don't lead. So when you take a step, you take a step. You follow, you don't ask questions. You follow, you are certain that the person you are following will take you to the place where comfort and peace will be waiting for you. There's no fear in walking with him. But here you are, you have your own will as against the will of God. And you say you are following. I wouldn't say that you are not a child of God. I'm only saying you're not behaving as a disciple. So this year, take the step to deepen your discipleship. What you have not gone through, you can't put in a person through. Romans 1 and verse 9. Romans 1 and verse 9. Let's read together. For God is my witness, whom I serve with what? My spirit in the gospel of his son that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers now now, God is my witness that this God whom I serve with my spirit not my carnal dimensions with my spirit in the gospel of his son So it's God, your spirit. So God is spirit, and they that do what? They that do what? Must do so, what? In spirit and in truth. Cheer up now. I did not come to condemn anybody. I said, we are chatting. 
Praise God. Paul said, this God, this one that I serve with my spirit. The same person said, the angel of the Lord whose I am as the one I belong to and the one I serve stood by me this night and gave me a word from him that there shall be no loss of lives. Can God even trust you with your message about someone without you addressing and giving the thing in the, with a canal frame? You know, we travel to another shape frame wall. And you can't back home, be was much wrong. Say, and then in Casa. Again, get your army catch your senior missumni. Anytime be a new commandment, it's Yamu, Sumni, Yamu, and I'm your bumpire, 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 Praise God. Amen. Simple thing. Don't add your own to what God has said. The problem is that you want to be seen as a giant prophet. Hmm? What I asked one lady one time who was praying and he was prophesying. <laughs> so I asked her, Mary, Mekoumana. That's the same person that will be praying and say, say, and send for say, get out. Oh, send for time. Nonsense. How can you be a child of God and you say, oh, send for It means you don't even understand your status. Oh, say. Because he took away everything that stood against you before and honored you. If people will go to God for anything, you too, you're qualified to be there. You don't need to now bring God on the on the on the the the, 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 the I don't know, I know the tangent of uh, of uh, emotions. Second Timothy 1 3. That'll be the last scripture I will read, and then I, I, I will then let's read it. I thank God whom I serve with what? A pure what? Conscience. As my forefathers did. I serve him with a pure what? Conscience. How can you say this? 
when your conscience is wounded by the spirit of unforgiveness how can you say this hallelujah so as we talk about our light shining the things that may become impediments on your path some of them are the ones I'm talking about here let God own you just as you are he knows how to beautify you don't try to present yourself better than you really are. Avoid hypocrisy and be submitted to him fully. Let him have you. Let him decorate you and see what the Lord himself will do for you in this year. We want to pray for the dimensions of divine life. And there is nothing that God cannot do when you enter the supernatural, which actually is your natural state. May grace abound unto you. May the Spirit of God do a quick work in your body. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, spirit, soul, and body that you will live with great submission unto the living God. Placing value on the kingdom of God and everything that has to do with his kingdom. Following Jesus just as he walked on this earth, the things that he did, his attitude, his demeanor, everything that Christ did, receive grace to walk in that dimension too. In the name of Jesus Christ. God sees you as very valuable see yourself that way you are not inferior you belong to a class of glory this year 2024 you will see extraordinary things happening in your life as you submit fully to him and submit to the leadership of the Holy Spirit and allow the word of God to be your consideration at all times you will see yourself rising from glory to glory in the name of Jesus the Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord bless you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International. The special place near the XGI building, Shashi Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember that God loves you.